Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to FuelCast, the only young professionals podcast in Connecticut. This show is brought to you by Fuel and the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce. My name is Brian Tamburino. My co-host's name is Cassandra Scholl. And throughout this series, you can look forward to hearing from a wide variety of guests inside and outside our Young Professionals Network that specialize in areas such as business, networking, psychology, and so much more. Our goal is to leave every young professional listener with something they can take away from our interview and apply to their lives. Follow us at FuelTheValley.com on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Today we're recording at the GVCC office here with Melanie Strout, District Manager at Junior Achievement of the Greater Fairfield County. Hello, Melanie. Hi, how's everybody? Doing pretty well tonight. Thank you for meeting with us. Uh, so, Melanie, you are the fearless leader of Fuel. <laughs> no. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes, so I have been involved with Fuel as the chair um, for a little over a year now. Um, it's been a great opportunity just to get to know the Valley. I'm fairly new, actually originally from Maine. Um, so I joined Fuel just to get to know other people, um, socially and professionally. A lot of what I do for Junior Achievement is getting community members in the classroom. Um, so this is a great opportunity to also share that mission as well. Mm. Tell us a little bit about Maine. Maine, where there are more trees than people. <laughs> um, I'm fortunate enough to come from the coastline, the Bar Harbor Acadia National Park area, um, actually from the town of Southwest Harbor. Um, and it was, you know, a great 25 years of my life, but certainly enjoying this transition to Connecticut, um, where there's more people around my own age. Um, I'm not an hour from Starbucks or the highway anymore. So <laughs> all good things. Okay. What made you want to get involved with Fuel? Um, so I think one thing definitely was trying to get to know people closer to my own age and also were in similar career transitions as myself. Um, when I was living in Maine, I worked for a couple of small nonprofits where it was myself and like two other people. And I just didn't feel like I had as many professional development opportunities either with that. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of variety of reasons, but I've really enjoyed the community that we've started to build and the family that I think we have as a as an advisory council. Um, everybody that helps put together all of the events that we do. It's just really been a pleasure um, working with everybody. So who's your favorite fuel member? Uh, I can't. Tell. <laughs> That's not fair. Cassie, obviously. Oh, so um, in 2018, Melanie made the. Connecticut's list, 40 under 40. Tell us a little bit about that. I'm impressed. Yes. Yeah, so that was definitely a shock. A huge shout out to Bill Purcell, the president of the GVCC, for nominating me. Um, it was an incredible opportunity to meet other young professionals throughout Fairfield County that are doing some great work. Um, and I think it also pushed me to see that I have quite a few years left in my young professional life to get some other things accomplished. So I'm looking forward to that. And um, I, I really foresee a lot of our other FUEL members, you know, having that also that accomplishment. So I'm looking forward to seeing that too. You think they'll have that opportunity? Absolutely. I think hmm. the work that everyone's doing really demonstrates the change that we're trying to make in the community um, and everything that highlights what they're doing in their day jobs as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. How did your how did your parents react? Uh, they were very excited. First of all, I had to explain to them what that was. First of all, <laughs> so for people who don't know, yeah. can you elaborate? Um, so the forty under forty was um, the Fairfield Business County F Fairfield Business Journal or Fairfield County Business Journal. There we go. That's a mouthful. Um, they have a nomination process for people. Um, 
for any, they pick 40 people under the age of 40 that are making an impact and they have different categories for business entrepreneurship, you know, certainly in nonprofit and the governance sector, um, that are just, you know, being a part of the community and really making strides and improving themselves. And again, there was a wide range of folks sort of in my cohort. Um, you know, I was the second youngest at 27 at the time. We had a couple people that were like, 37, 38. So when they asked the question of like, basically, how do you see your life changing when you turn 40? And I'm like, well, it's <laughs> quite a ways away for me. Or other people are like, well, I hope I don't have too many gray hairs in the next couple of years. Right. <laughs> um, so I definitely had to kind of explain it to them, but they were so sweet and they're like, we're coming. So they actually drove the seven plus hours for like a day and a half to come to the ceremony, which was really sweet. So they were super proud mom and dad moment for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> they would listen to this too. If I, if I give them the link. <laughs> if you don't, I will. Yeah. <laughs> for anyone that's interested, what, what do you think you did? Um, to, to try to get yourself onto that list. Like you're obviously nominated, but you, you must've done something. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely Bill, when he wrote the nomination had fuel in mind and the leadership that I've demonstrated and just pulling everybody together, um, to go through the rebranding process, um, from young emerging professionals that some of you may previously know us, um, as to the new fuel brand that we have. Um, and certainly the work that I do with junior achievement, um, it's a little challenging at times to kind of split. I work with Bridgeport Area School District, and then I also work with Ansonia Seymour and Derby, which are some pretty different demographics and types of programs that are offered. Um, so I think that in the last two and a half years I've been in Connecticut, I've kind of put my foot down and like, this is, this is great. This is where I want to be. And I think people kind of recognize that hopefully I can create some more change in this community before it's all over. So. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Now a quick moment to shout out our sponsors for the year. Uh, shout out to Peralta design circuit breaker sales, new England and Banco's music, um, particularly for that little jingle you hear before and after our podcast. How long have you been a uh, board member at the Chamber of Commerce? Um, so that was a recent transition with Fuel as the chair. Um, so that was official in August. Um, so I do attend as a representative for the Fuel Board on the GBC Board of Directors, which has been a wonderful opportunity for me, professional development for sure, just to see how other organizations operate um, and just to get more exposure with folks that are on the board that I may not actually interact with outside of that opportunity. So. Have you met anyone that you think is fun? Um, you know, I think we've had uh, a few opportunities. Um, I'm trying to think who, you know, Rob Lesko is amazing. He's the new board chair this year. Um, so I've really enjoyed working with him. Um, I'm looking forward to getting the opportunity to meet others. We went to Farrell, um, his new facility in Ansonia, and we got a tour, which was a really fun experience, it's a beautiful too. Place. So I'm um, looking forward to the sneak peeks that we'll get with some of the other board members. That's great. Have you ever been? I have not no, been there yet. Great. Beautiful facility. <laughs> I'll have to schedule it. <laughs> you should try. Um, so one of the questions that we have, you know, where are you in your career? Junior Achievement, uh, one of the taglines I saw on their website, give them the power to pursue their dreams. What does that mean to you? Yes. So I think the work that Junior Achievement does is provides 
youth, which we categorize kindergarten through high school, but it provides them with the tools and the skills that they need to be successful, whether that's in business, in preparing for a job, whether they're going to be self-employed or they're going to work for someone else, you know, kind of encouraging that entrepreneurial spirit um, and also making sure that they kind of understand step by step, how do you get to where you want to be? Um, so it's been an incredible opportunity. I've always been sort of an education and nonprofits since I graduated college. Um, I really enjoy helping people figure out what they like to do and how they like to give back because everyone has a skill and every nonprofit and community needs those skills, right? So how do we find an opportunity that works best for them? Um, so JA has really married that opportunity and has also really taken, I think, a lot of my previous experiences in service learning, um, international travel and events that I've done and really just bring it all together for me. Incredible. That's great. And Melly, in, in relation to that, how would you say, um, aside from that impacting your life, how has Fuel impacted your life and what benefits do you feel you've gotten from being a member so far? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think first of all is the relationships. Um, I know that I've made some friendships that I think will be long lasting and definitely with you, Cassie. <laughs> um, you know, I find myself hanging out with everybody outside of board meetings, which I think is that's the key, right? Is that we're building these relationships outside of that. For the record, I tried to go shopping with them and I got denied. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, for sure. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, what do I get out of that? This has been an incredible, as the chair, um, professional development opportunity for me. And I hope that it's also providing that to others that are on the board and anyone that would like that opportunity. So a little plug there. Anybody that <laughs> wants to get more involved with Fuel and learn how to plan events, um, how to engage with the community, we are happy and to, you know, help you guys out with that. So, um for me, it's continued to push me to work with different people, different work styles, um, which I haven't had a lot of exposure with working in smaller organizations. Um, and I think that between the events that we actually do, I learn from that. And then also the experience of working with everybody on top of that and staying organized. That's really a multitude of <laughs> development there that will certainly last me a lifetime. So it's got to be great too using the project management from your professional life, bringing it into fuel. Um, my personal opinion is you're great at managing the team, uh, especially with so many different personalities, right? Like that to me would be the most difficult part. Definitely. It's been a learning experience. There are definitely times where I'm like, I don't know what to do. So, um, and that's where Nancy also, um, you guys have not met Nancy Gray. She is one of the key people behind the scenes of the GBCC. And I have to throw that out to the GBCC team, really, Bill and Laura as well, for all their support for Fuel. Um, they have been incredibly helpful and always willing to make introductions. And I think that's a huge part too, as a Fuel member, is that there's somebody you want to meet, they can make that happen. Um, and I, I think there's more value in that than people really realize sometimes. Um, so I can't thank them enough for all of their support and Nancy's time and the amount of text messages exchanged and emails <laughs> on a daily, <laughs> weekly basis. Um, you know, the GVCC has become my second home. Um, so I'm absolutely grateful for that as well. She's even yeah. got a key to the front door. <laughs> We're not joking. She does. No. <laughs> I have a I have a couple of really interesting questions. And the next one I want to ask you is what personal quality do you believe uh, 
has helped you achieve this level of success? Well, I think um, we actually just did a strength based test for work um, with JA, instead of doing the Myers-Briggs like personality tests, we did a strength-based, um, which if you pay for all of it, you get all 34 of your strengths that are listed highest to lowest. Um, so my one of my top strengths, well, my number one strength was harmony. So hmm. my <laughs> desire for everybody to get along and to make everybody happy at every moment possible, I think is a great quality that's helped me be successful. But I think it's also caused me a lot of pain um, <laughs> because it is not possible <laughs> sometimes for everyone to be as happy. Um so I think that's, you know, definitely something that's really helped me. Um, in addition to communication, um, I do think I've really great written communication. Um, you know, this podcast is definitely taking me out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm not sure if I'll listen to this <laughs> after we're done. Um, we need more followers. Please listen. Um, and then also I think really too, with fuel is the public speaking aspect of that. I've really had to come up with some strategies to be better at that and to just not be so freaked out with people staring at you because even if you're saying the most interesting thing possible you still get like the eyes glazed over and you really can't tell until the end they're like oh you did great and i'm like i did i could never know (laughs) so my experience has been the most difficult uh part of public speaking as well people Mm -hmm. when their eyes glaze over i I lose it yep i lose it absolutely i all tracks, all train of thought is gone. <laughs> yeah, so, bravo. Definitely. Thank you. Bravo. <laughs> well, Melanie, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of your hobbies and personal interests? What do you do besides <laughs> fuel? Well, <laughs> I would say fuel is probably a hobby, given the amount of time I spend on that. Um, so, when I'm not working or with working with fuel, um, I do like to hang out with friends. Um, brunch is probably my favorite meal. Um, <laughs> it's a brunch last week. Yeah. Um, I do travel quite a bit back and forth to Maine to see my family. Um, very fortunate to have a free place to stay in one of the most beautiful places on earth. Um, kind of like boring ish things and traditional. I like doing yoga. Um, I tried the whole like DIY project thing and <laughs> not really <laughs> as not successful as I thought I would be at it. <laughs> Um, but I'll keep trying. <laughs> so, um, you know, the first probably year and a half I was in Connecticut, I moved three times. So any free time I had, I was like shopping or looking for paint or furniture at secondhand stores or something like that. So that consumed a lot of my time too. So <laughs> there you go. Melanie, what advice would you give to someone just starting in their career, somebody just starting to kind of find their, like their networking group that they really want to be a part of? Yeah, I think definitely. And I I know Brian can probably attest to this, too, because he goes to a lot of networking events and groups Um, is to meet as many people as you can. Um, You have no idea who's going to change your life a year from now, 10 years from now, based off of a couple of conversations you might have. Um, I really feel that everything comes full circle. Um, and everybody plays a role in your life. And so whether it's personal or professional, um, you can't go wrong just meeting more people. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Um, That's only to your benefit. And that might also help you realize 
more about what you want to do. I think also just to tie that back to junior achievement, there are so many jobs out there that we don't even know exist. And we learn about those when we talk to people or to know like, oh, hey, I can start my own business. You know, I had no idea when I met Brian that business analytics was a thing because I'm also from Maine and, (laughs) you know. um, Not many people do. (laughs) And learning about you know, all the different types of engineering that exists, you know, supply chain, that has been a huge thing for me that was completely like the only manufacturing we had in Maine was really either boats or paper mills. And those are all kind of a dying (laughs) art because of the internet. Lobster. (laughs) Yeah. And lobster, which is also a dying art, you know, it's, um, everything's changing. Um, the way that they fish, um, not to digress too far, but they are changing. A lot of it's more manufactured. They can, um, farm, you know, I don't know if you've heard of like uh, farming for like salmon and that kind of stuff too, that they're able to be a little more efficient. Hmm. Um, and it's expensive, honestly, like bait, which I can't believe how much money people pay for dead fish. <laughs> it's really expensive. <laughs> um, good quality dead fish. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um on top of, you know, owning a boat, which is like owning a house, you know, payment, a loan payment on a boat and diesel and it's expensive, but you also can make a lot of money. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think my best piece of advice is just to be open to every person that you meet because you really don't know how they can influence your life. And they may not be able to help you, but they may know somebody that can help you. And I think that's the power of networking and everything that the chamber and fuel really, you know, that's our end game is to make sure everybody meets who they want to meet and they get where they want to go. So. Thank you. What a great response. Um, I have one final question for you. I hope that, uh, I hope that I get it across. (laughs) We're going to edit that part out, all right? Uh, who- no, we're not. <laughs> we don't know how to edit it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> who or what is your inspiration? Oh, gosh, that's such a hard question. There's so many things. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, you know, I think what overall just inspires me most is that I just want to see good in the world like I want to see things happen um I will say that probably one of the most influential people in my life personally has been my aunt um she also has been in the nonprofit sector for quite some time and has always been somebody that I've leaned on whenever I've had questions or thoughts about like what do I do in this situation Mm -hmm. um She's also a pretty cool lady. Um, she sailed all the way from San Francisco to um, New Zealand in a sailboat Jesus. with um, her and her partner at the time. Well, they both still are legally blind. Um, so they made a pretty good. Wow. Took them quite a few years, but it was a pretty incredible journey um, on top of everything else that she's done. Um, you know, it's pretty impressive. So she's one person. Shout out um, Melanie's aunt. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's awesome. So I think also, you know, to kind of think about that is just always having someone in your life that you can go to to talk to, whether it's personally, professionally. Um, It's always nice if it's the same person. But, (laughs) um, you know, I think we find inspiration in a lot of different places. So absolutely. That's great. Thank you so much for uh, do you have anything else? Um, Any other questions? I don't think I have any other questions today. what actually one more um what would you say so far to this point has been your favorite fuel event that we have done Mm, that is tough um i mean i think our birthday bash was 
a lot of fun. I mean, we really enjoyed our times at Bad Sons, so we greatly appreciate everything they did to also make that event happen and just to be there to celebrate making it through that milestone mm. of the rebrand process, even though that was kind of like the start of the marathon <laughs> for us. We have, a, we have a lot left to do. Um, but I think that was really a culminating point for all of us to see our hard work for the last 10 months at that point, um, kind of come to fruition and to feel like we all really, we did something, we produced something and to have, um, I think we had at least 70 or 80 people show up and they were friends of fuel. They were wow. people that were under the age of 40, you know, just to have that support from the community really reminded me that all of this work was for something that there is a need for fuel in the community. So, and so I, I know we touched today about all of the things you do fuel and work related. What are like three tips or what are three little things you kind of do on your daily basis to kind of help you keep focused or just stay on track with all the distraction of Facebook and podcasts mm. and um, everything else? Like what are some tips you maybe have or how do you keep yourself on track? I definitely live by my calendar. Um, I put as much detail into my calendar as possible, even if it's like travel time or remind you to follow up with somebody a week later, if you know, they're notorious for not responding to your emails. Cause I am. So I think staying organized on a calendar basis really helps for me. I'm also a huge list maker. Um, I love making lists mm. and the gratification of checking something off. <laughs> um, <laughs> and third tip, I think, is just communication. I don't think you can too much over communicate. And I think that's what makes everything with fuel happen is that I'm texting, I'm emailing, I'm constant in constant communication with everybody, which you know, it hopefully keeps from miscommunications and, you know, everything kind of getting done. So I think those would probably be off the top of my head, the three things I do on a daily basis for sure. So. Well, thank you. Awesome. I, I don't have anything else. If you're, you're all set. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at questions, I think, right. for today. Well, I'm going to say thank you to Brian and Cassie um, for all of their hard work in putting together and bringing this podcast idea to fruition. I'm really excited to see where this takes us. And, you know, setting the trend, I'm sure there'll be quite a few you know, young professional podcasts that will develop. Um, but, you know, if you as listeners know of anybody else that would be an awesome guest, please let us know. We're very excited. So Wonderful. And thanks for coming on today. Yeah. Melanie, uh, Melanie Strout, president of Fuel and um, a whole other list of accomplishments <laughs> that I'll probably mess up in uh, if I try to list them. Thank you also to People's United Bank and Gary's East Coast Service for sponsoring Fuel this year. Um, we are looking for more sponsors. So if you have any interest in getting your name out there in the greater valley, We'd love to hear from you and either have you on our show as a podcast um, or help us and work with us throughout the year in our events. Check out our social media accounts. We will have more information posted there. Thank you. Thank you again to our sponsors, Circuit Breaker Sales, New England, Peralta Design, People's United Bank, Gary's East Coast Service um, for sponsoring Fuel the Young Professionals, as well as our membership incentives. Um, thank you to the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce for helping get this group started. 
um, with everything that we do, specifically our podcast as well, that we are up and starting. Um, for those of you looking to get more involved with Fuel um, or hear more from speakers like Dr. Monaco, you can learn more about Fuel at fuelthevalley.com. Follow us on our social media sites and find us at some of our upcoming events. This podcast was produced in cooperation with Running Brook Productions, LLC. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of the staff, management, sponsors, or the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce.